Hi, I'm Donnie, and this is Crying on Purpose. You ask me, is that a lush in your eye? Or are you just disappointed you had to wake up today? Though it seems bad on the surface All this time I've been crying on purpose So I thought it'd be fun to go on Reddit today, yes, the cesspool of the internet, and read out some of our slash advice and see if I can help anyone out. Maybe they're listening, maybe they're not. Maybe I can give some advice for things people have posted about and some of my listeners, some of you guys may find it helpful. I have not read these prior to recording, so this should be interesting. <laughs> All right, r slash advice. This one is posted by Freddie5050. It says, caught my friend in a lie. What should I do? Just caught my friend in a lie. What do I do? I asked a friend if she was available tonight and was told that they were tired and just wanted to go to bed, which is fine. I just saw, however, some snaps from other friends showing a gathering at their place. I don't care that I wasn't invited. I just hate how I was lied to. I just find it disrespectful. What should I do? Should I confront them? And if so, how? Or should I just pull away a bit? Uh-oh. I've definitely been in the OP shoes. I've invited friends to hang out and then found out after they've told me no that they're doing something else and they've lied to me. I'm fairly optimistic so I tend to think people lie to you with the best of intentions so in this scenario if it's your friend they're probably lying to spare your feelings. It's definitely not the way to go but it's some sort of justification as to why they might have done it. Now if this was one of my friends I personally would just message them, call them, meet up with them at some point and discuss what happened. Be like hey I noticed the time that I wanted to hang out you lied to me, said you couldn't come that you just wanted to stay in bed or blah 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 and I noticed that you were out with some other friends can you explain to me why can we work through this together no hard feelings some of the comments on here are fucking brutal though someone's just like I'd stop being friends with them (laughs) and if ever asked to hang say sorry busy people like that aren't worthy of your time just to make it clear I don't agree with that comment if they're your friend and you actually genuinely care about them and hopefully they genuinely care about you you should always be talking to them honestly and communicate as best as possible before just cutting them off. Okay, r slash advice. This one's part by worried cell 3570 My relationship has hit its first major event in a bad way. Male, 27, female, 24. After work yesterday, I came home like normal, decided to wash my car because it's Friday and not supposed to rain all weekend. My girlfriend was going to lunch with some girlfriends and ended up at one friend's house and got way too drunk to drive. I had finished up by then and was already cleaned up laying in bed to take a nap when I got the call to pick her up. I was frustrated because she didn't let me know she was drinking and would need a ride, but of course I went and we headed home. I got a little upset when she threw up in my car and just told her to go in the house when we got back. Then I made the mistake of coming across her phone while cleaning up the mess in the car. I looked and saw a text from a male co-worker inviting her over in a way that did not seem appropriate. Let me mention I only looked because she acted so out of character I know that I was wrong for looking. I proceeded to go inside and tell her what I found then drove off to decompress. I ignored her as long as I could until she began to make threats of harm To which I felt I had to reply. I came home an hour later and explained myself for looking and being upset and leaving, but I still don't understand how the text became a thing. 
At this point, me being upset has caused her to break down. I really do love this girl and want to make it work, but I don't know how to get past this feeling. The break in trust is eating me inside, and I don't know what to do. Ugh, yeah. Holy shit, I really thought this whole post was just going to be about him cleaning his car and then her throwing up in it. I didn't expect the threats or the text message holy shit okay so you can't be with someone who's going to threaten to hurt themselves or others in order to get you to do what they want you to do in this instance she's saying he had to come home or else she was going to hurt herself that is manipulative and disgusting behavior now as someone who has gone through something as damaging as self-harm and has gone through all the motions of a toxic relationship and I've definitely been someone who has probably done something like this in a past relationship. I have learned and grown from that and realized how awful that behavior is and I've worked on myself so I really hope this woman gets the help she needs because she does not sound mentally fit and also it sounds like she knows she's in trouble. She knows she's been caught out for this text message and she's doing whatever she can to keep him. Now I don't think they should stay together. I think this guy needs to leave her because once she uses that tactic once, she'll continue to do it throughout the entire relationship. She'll probably try and use it during the breakup and that's when you call an ambulance. So once you've left, you call an ambulance and basically what happens is one, if they were genuinely going to hurt themselves, they have someone who can help them and provide for them and look after them, such as a paramedic. Or two, they were just using it to manipulate, gaslight you, etc. And now they've wasted a paramedic's time and they're going to get fined. Moving on, this is another relationship. R slash advice posted by girl 3012 My boyfriend constantly tells me he's going to slip up and have sex with another woman if I don't give him any. What should I do? I'm 21 female and he's 26 male and his sex drive is absolutely ridiculous. He always tell me how important sex is for men and how they can't function without it. I can't see him as much because I've been working a lot and I also go to school part-time. He barely works and always has time on his hands just laying in his house. As soon as he gets sexually frustrated, he starts with this nonsense. Yesterday he told me, there's a lot of girls that's been asking me to have sex, but I've been turning them down, but I'm going to end up saying yes. Mind you, I've been having his back while he's been down and out, buying him food, giving him money, being a shoulder for him to cry on. Is this sexual manipulation? What should I do? Edit. I just want to add that our most recent argument was because I've recently gotten over a bad illness that left me six for two weeks and bedridden. He immediately started threatening me with cheating. He told me that a woman would never let her man leave the house sexually frustrated. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Have you ever wanted to punch someone you've never met? This woman deserves so much better. Now, as a man with a high sex drive, I have never ever threatened my partners with cheating. Has he ever heard of jacking off? Holy shit. Okay, let me read the comments on this one. Dude got no money, no job, and keeps threatening to cheat on you. Move on, sister. <laughs> Dude, get rid of him. He's a toxic leech. He will take and take and you'll get nothing but heartbreak. You were doing so well in life, don't let him bring you down. Find some guy who won't act like an entitled child. Yeah, basically all these are like, break up, break up, break up. But there has been an update. Update. 
I've broken up with him. I sent him a text telling him how I felt about everything, and I used some of the stuff you guys said. I blocked him on every single social media site, including regular phone. I want to thank you guys for all your support and patience. You guys really helped me a lot today. I'm going to take time to just heal and worry about myself. Good for you, girl. All right, r slash advice. This one is posted by OKBag537. I refused to invite my sister's new boyfriend to our family dinner because he disrespected me, but my sister thinks I'm overreacting. Hey, everyone. I'm in a bit of a predicament and I need some advice. Recently, my sister started dating this new guy who seemed nice at first, but he ended up disrespecting me in a way that I just can't let go. It happened at a get-together my sister hosted at our parents' house. We were playing a game when he made a comment about how I was taking too long to make a move. And then he smirked and said, I guess that's what happens when you're not very smart. To be fair, my sister is way smarter than me and she's really great at these games too. But it was clear to me that he was trying to insult me and I was taken aback. I didn't want to make a scene in front of everyone so I tried to brush it off and continued with the game. But then he made another comment about how I must be bad at strategy games because I didn't go to college. That is not fair. I went to college but just not as good as my sister's. I was shocked and hurt. I couldn't believe he was being so blatantly insulting. As the night went on he made a few more snide remarks that were meant to put me down. It became clear to me that he was deliberately trying to provoke me. I tried my best to ignore him, but it was difficult to enjoy the evening after that. Now my sister wants to bring him to our family dinner next week, and I'm hesitant to let him come. I don't want to be around someone who doesn't respect me, and I feel like inviting him would just be condoning his behavior. My sister thinks I'm being unreasonable and being too sensitive, and that I should give him a chance to make things right but I just can't shake the feeling that I would be betraying myself if I let him come. My parents want him to come too. I feel like I'm the only person who doesn't want him there. Should I be firm and ask her not to bring him, let her bring him and pretend nothing happened, or not attend to the dinner at all? Okay, there's an edit. To clear up some confusion, I'm a female. My sister is nine years older than me. I live with my parents. This is my sister's first serious boyfriend, so she's acting a bit out of character. She's not usually like this. My sister took care of me growing up because both parents were busy working. I don't want to disrespect her because I see her as a mother and a role model. A few things to say about this situation. I've definitely been on the side where a relative of mine has dated someone I don't particularly like or have made comments about me. You can't change the way someone loves someone else unfortunately you can't make someone stop loving someone so although this guy is being an absolute fucking dick you can't confront your sister about it you can't be like oh he's been putting me down i don't think you should see him anymore you can't approach it that way what you can do is approach your sister and be like hey your boyfriend is putting me down what the fuck is that about? It's unclear if the sister heard these comments. I will look through the post comments in a second to see if there's any indication of that. So if she hasn't, I think, yeah, definitely tell her about it and see if she can talk to the boyfriend for you and be like, hey, this is my sister who it sounds like she raised mostly on her own. She should be a little bit maternal about that and be like, don't attack my sister. I care about her. As I mentioned in a previous podcast episode about my ex, so when my ex attacked my brother, I was fucking pissed for ages. I was like, no, that's my little brother. I love and adore him. Don't say any shit about him or else, you know, and that's what the sister should be doing in this situation. Family aside, who is this guy? Why is this guy coming over, meeting his girlfriend's little sister for the first time and being like, hey, yo, 
fuck you, you're dumb as fuck. Who does that? That's not the proper etiquette of meeting family. Like, unless the sister, like the older sister herself, has been talking to him behind her little sister's back and being like, yeah, my little sister's so dumb. But it doesn't make sense to me, you know? When you go and meet your partner's family for the first time, I know I always try and make a good impression. I don't know where this guy's motivation is coming from. Okay, let's look at the comments. He's an utter dick. He looks down on you because you don't have a degree, and what's worse is, despite feeling smarter than you, he's too stupid to keep those remarks to himself. You're absolutely right not wanting him in your house and not interacting with him. Okay, yes, I agree. I don't think this person should have the boyfriend over in their house. It's their house. It's their get together that they're hosting. They have the right to not invite whoever they want. The only thing I would do differently is actually telling them why very clearly. He's an asshole. I'm not ashamed of not having a college degree or whatever, but I also don't enjoy being insulted over it. If he can, if he can't be a respectful adult, he has no place in my home. If you want to call that overacting, you're no longer welcome either. Damn. Okay, this next comment is what I was talking about before. I'm surprised no one defended you as he insulted you, even if he was joking. I'd be uncomfortable too. I'd suggest at least talking to someone else in the family about it, but don't feel bad about standing up for yourself. He's clearly an ass. The OP replied to this comment saying... I told my sister about his comments, but she said nothing he said was a lie. And then I should stop making everything about myself. I did not want to bring my parents into it because my sister would get mad at me for snitching. Fuck their sister. Holy shit. You mean to tell me this is the same sister who helped raise you? She's a fucking bitch. I would set really ground firm boundaries with her from here on out and be like, I love you, but the way you're acting because of your boyfriend is not okay. And I don't want to be around you or your partner while this is happening. Thank you. Bye. Hopefully she comes to her senses. Otherwise, it's her loss. Okay, next one. R slash advice. Ill photojournalist 57. He's going to dump me if I don't watch Star Wars. What do I do? I'm a 39-year-old woman with a lot to offer the world, but everywhere I go, someone's mind gets blown because I've never seen Star Wars. It makes me feel like a stupid idiot, even though I'm a really good person. It gets worse. My boyfriend of seven months has been telling me that it's an embarrassment, and unless I get with the program and like it, I can hit the road. I love my boyfriend, but I don't feel like spending thousands of hours getting caught up on a thousand movies starring mystical green babies and robots. What do I do? Before I even look at the comments, I just want to say, if someone tried to force me to watch something, otherwise they were going to break up with me, I just couldn't take them seriously. Surely that's a joke. Surely you're not so fucking focused on some Disney fucking product that it's going to change the way you love someone. Oh my god, this post has made me so mad. Babe, don't watch Star Wars if you don't want to. You have your own free will and you can live on your own accord. Fuck this guy. Break up with him. I don't like him. Okay, the comments. This is the best one. Break up with him, then watch Star Wars. <laughs> this one's nice. I'd never watched Star Wars until I met my now spouse who was a huge Star Wars fan. So I watched the movies. I don't love it the way he does, but spending a couple of hours with your partner watching a movie they love isn't a huge sacrifice. At least watch the first one. If you absolutely hate it, then you can at least say you gave it a fair shot and you don't have to watch another one. However, your boyfriend's attitude of love Star Wars or hit the road is a huge red flag. 
I'd be tempted to take the road because he's being an arsehole about it. Okay, I'm going to do two more. So, second last one. Ask slash advice. This one's posted by someone called Brie Gabrielle. My parents found my OnlyFans and they are kicking me out. Hey all, so I started my OnlyFans page a few weeks back and I guess through the grapevine my brother was told about it, which does not bother me at all that much. But then he told my parents and they are pissed. Like I had to leave the house and they are saying not to come home. Yes, I still live with them, in brackets, until I have a proper job. I really don't know what to do here. I really don't think it's their decision at all, but I'm in a hard place. I want to do this for a living, but I also who want to be loved by my family and accepted by my parents and at least have somewhere to live. I'm going to stay with a girlfriend for a day or two. Has anyone been through this? Does anyone have any suggestions? I'm low-key scared and have no idea what to do. Why am I not surprised that the comments on here are fucking disgusting? Sometimes I hate Reddit and sometimes people on this advice thread get the worst advice ever. People on here are saying it's their decision, it's their house, you're never going to make enough money from it, you should get a proper job, a professional job, blah blah blah. They probably feel disgusting raised imagine how you would feel if it was your child blah 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 as someone who used to do sex work fuck off (laughs) it is a real job and it's hard fucking work and you know it's not the most glamorous of professions but it gets you cash when you need it and her parents should not be ashamed of her holy shit what a what an old generational mindset to be ashamed of people doing porn like i don't get it when I told my mom I was doing stuff like that, her first thing was like, just make sure your face isn't in any of the photos. I was like, no worries. And that was it. That was our whole conversation. And I'm very appreciative that I have a supportive mom like that. Now, I'm not doing that type of work anymore, but I definitely support other people who do it. As I said before, it's not easy. And people are doing it to get money for most, for the most part, not because they love the job, you know? And I don't get people who are disgusted by it. We all like sex. I mean, not asexuals, but most of us like sex. And there's nothing wrong with that. And at least at one point in our lives, we have all watched porn. They're just supplying an in-demand service. I don't think the parents should have kicked her out. I think that was really cruel and a huge overreaction. And it's really awful that the brother who probably knew that they would react like that would snitch on her like that. My advice from here is babe you can't repair that relationship with your parents. It probably won't be the same as before just because of their narrow-minded behavior around the subject of OnlyFans and porn and things like that. I think the best thing for you to do is to get another job to supplement your income whilst you are doing OnlyFans and find somewhere to rent. Hopefully you can stay at your girlfriend's for a little while and you don't have to have that really stressful pressure of having to find a place immediately. But best of luck. Okay, this one's not from r slash advice. I ventured into trans reddit. So this is r slash ask transgender. This one's been posted by Averia587. It says, do you find your friend circles underestimate the threat we're under recently? Now this one hits really close to home for me, so let's hear it. I'm 36 years old. I've been transgender for almost six years. For the longest time, it sort of became a thing that existed in the back of my mind. I had FFS, for anyone who doesn't know, that's feminization facial surgery, back in 2019 and have been fortunate enough to pass decently in public spaces since then. My state, TN, seemed to be on the right track. We had more providers than ever before where I live. I was fairly open about my transition and most people didn't seem bothered at all by it. Many were very curious. This all took a hard shift in the past few months, TN has become one of the worst states in the US for transgender rights. Our rights are evaporating at a more rapid pace than anything I've ever seen in my lifetime. Suddenly, the fact I'm transgender has become a very real thing in the forefront of my mind again. 
Many of my friends say I'm being paranoid when I compare today's anti-trans sentiment to other hate movements throughout history, particularly Germany in the 1930s. Am I being paranoid? At this point, I'm seriously considering leaving my home state. I've lived here my whole life, but it no longer feels safe. Okay, so obviously I can't talk for that specific state in the US as I'm Australian, but before I start, I just want to say I find it very uncomfortable and uneasy whenever somebody compares what we are going through as trans people to something horrific another minority has faced. So I don't really condone the comparison to Nazi Germany. They went through literal genocide. We are not close to that at all. With that being said, it's absolutely okay for this trans person to feel paranoid. I feel paranoid and I'm upset that my cis counterparts are not as worried about the future as I am. For example, here in Australia, very recently we just had anti-trans and neo-Nazi protesters march the streets of some of our capital cities being escorted by police officers because there were trans activists who tried to stop these protesters and tried to break up these protesters and the police were punishing them instead. Plus, no one takes me seriously when I'm talking about political parties. We just had an election and there is only one political party that is actively for trans rights and is actively trying to write legislation to keep us protected, to keep us supported. And so I've been so vocal about that on my social media platforms and I'm sure my friends read it and just don't care when this is actual life or death stuff for me. Okay, I'm going to read out some of, of the really good comments I found on here. This one says, yes, all my cis friends just tell me to have confidence or to accept myself and educate. I can't educate a boy waving a gun in my face or a senator shrieking that I'm a pedophile or groomer. Also, my depression and anxiety isn't because I need to accept the reality of my gender at birth, but because even trans adults are facing access issues and people are getting on the national stage calling for my community to be eradicated. This one says, no, you're right, they are very dismissive. A fair amount of my friends, while not dismissive per se, tend to not fully grasp just how scary at all all of this is. I think that's part of the issue. Alt-right extremists are going to preach horrible things and gain a following. Cisets are going to dismiss it and then a hate crime is going to happen. It'll be all over the news. The alt-right extremists will lay low for a bit. Cisets will ask, how could this happen? And then the process will just keep repeating. And it's going to keep repeating until enough true allies are willing to do what it takes to get the anti-trans rhetoric stomped out. You don't have to do this, but you can attempt to educate them in depth on trans issues. There's fortunately a lot of LGBT plus people and allies that are putting in the work to do this just on social media like YouTube. Perhaps a shift in perspective will help them. This person said, yes, Florida recently passed one of the worst anti-trans bills in history, HB 1421. This bill is just going to strip away trans healthcare. I see only open trans women at my work. Most of my coworkers are trying to calm me down and tell me it might not pass. Don't count your eggs before they've hatched. But I've been following the political scene in Florida for a few years and I know it's going to pass. I've tried to explain to everyone how bad these issues are and how it's just getting worse, but they don't want to pick a side. My best friend, the man who I saw as a brother, the one person who I thought would see things for what they are is also saying I'm overreacting, so I don't even know what to do anymore. If you are listening to this and you are cis or cishet, please check in on your trans friends. We need you right now. There is so much crazy shit 
and anti-trans stuff that is happening all over the world, not just in America, not just in Australia. We need to feel like we're not alone and that you have our back. All right, that's been the podcast. I've given as much advice as I can for the day. I hope you all enjoyed it. I might do this again in another future episode. We will see. Have a good one. Mm -hmm.